0: Welcome to another episode of The Happy Runner, a podcast for all who love running and those who want to start running. My name is Roman and today I will host Philip to talk about the impact of age on running. Hi Philip, and welcome to the Happy Runner.
1: Hey, welcome back.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's actually the second time you are on the Happy Runner podcast. And for those who don't know, we talked about heel and forefoot striking the last time. But today's topic is something different you did a 5k race not so long ago and congrats you finished first thank you thank you uh the runners behind you were all a bit older than you
1: yep that's true it's a very interesting uh scenario a lot of people did say a lot of things about it so it's gonna be an interesting topic
0: okay so I need to mention you have your own YouTube channel where you talk well about running, more or less. And I invited you today because uh, you're quite a bit younger than I am. So you are? Uh, I'm 28 years old. And I'm almost 51. And from your experience, What would you think the prime years for a runner are?
1: Oh, man. Okay. So I guess it really depends on the sport. But before that, I I was thinking you were 21, Roman. But all right. 50 plus. (laughs) All right. Very well then. So um, my thoughts on this. So because I never really ran a high school or collegiate track or any sort of race like that, I would imagine for something like... Anything between like a 400 to maybe like a 1600 meter like race on the track, I imagine something within like that 21 to 18 year range is like peak years for that particular distance. And then I think as we go on to something more like the 5K or the 10K and the marathon, I think that age gap for your prime years probably starts growing closer to maybe like my age, where it's like 28, I imagine maybe by the half marathon 30, 32, 34, that seems to be like the sweet spot if you're training consistently, if you're taking care of your body, you know, um, if genetics are good in your family, and you're not having any sort of setbacks in your life or your running career, that that's my take on it, at least from observation and personal experience.
0: Okay, a big impact on how fast we can run is genetically given to us. Then there is this VO2 max, which decreases with our age, and of course the maximum heart rate, which also decreases. And on the other side we have our muscular system, which also impacts on how fast we can run, and till what age we can run fast. And you talked about this in your vlog, Philip. We have slow and fast twitch fiber muscles. So what do you think is more important to run faster as a recreational runner?
1: Right. Okay, so there's a couple of things in there, right? So, um, as you probably mentioned, like, the VO2 max does decrease as you get older. Your uh, maximum heart rate does decrease as well. I'm sure there's, like, anomalies affiliated with that, but, like, overall that is, you and I agree, like, that's going to be something that just happens naturally that um, those numbers do begin to decrease gradually as you get older. Um, In terms of, like, the slow twitch and fast twitch, I had this take in this theory that the reason a lot of older runners who are in i would say healthy taking care of their bodies consistently working out without any sort of setbacks are doing well is because their slow twitch muscles are aging like fine wine so in a way like this is why as you get older as a runner these slow twitch muscles um allow you to do well in a race like a half marathon a marathon and definitely in the case of ultra marathons like you don't really hear about a lot of younger ultra marathon runners but you definitely hear about like the upper age bracket when it comes to those races and i think it's because their slow twitch muscles end up being a lot more developed you don't have to run that particular uh style of race very fast ever And yeah, just I think as long as you take care of yourself at that point, it only makes sense that uh, your slow twitch muscles as you get older, allow you to run longer distance runs, not necessarily fast, but definitely be able to handle and tolerate those types of miles.
0: Okay, so your recent 5k time was around 1830, am I correct? Yeah, that's about ballpark correct. Uh, The issue with it is, like,
1: the course was not exactly 5k, it was a little bit more, so it's something between 18 and 1830, but it's the right range.
0: And what's your, let's say, personal best in a 5k race? Uh, The
1: best I ran was in 2019 and it was a 1740.
0: Okay, so I ran only one 5k which was a virtual race last year and did no specific 5k training for that. Uh, Around 20 minutes, almost 20 minutes flat, so that's about two and a half minutes of a gap between our uh, uh, our 5k time. Uh, Mm -hmm. What about your 10k? Um,
1: My 10k also was in 2019, it was a PR of about 38 minutes, one second. Yeah, that's about right.
0: Yeah, so again, I have a personal best of about 42-something, which I ran (laughs) strangely in a half marathon. But still, uh, that's about also a four-minute gap. And your half marathon time?
1: So my half marathon, again, in 2019, it was during the Chicago Marathon. It was an hour 29.
0: So here... Is it where we come closer together? I have a personal best back from 2019 also of 132, mm-hmm. which is less of a gap than our 5k times or our 10k times. So probably the theory we went through, you mentioned it, that uh, running for a longer period of time at a steady or slower pace can improve your speed over a longer distance.
1: Yep, yep. I think this is where we definitely agree on this and uh, again as the distance gets greater in your race I think the gap really does start to uh, disappear and at some point I think like an older runner could do better than a younger runner in this particular circumstance.
0: Okay, so what about our marathons? Marathons. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I have a 3 hour 10 minute official PR during the Chicago Marathon 2019.
0: Okay, I ran in 2019 a uh, 3 hours 29 minutes marathon which was also a PR, but here uh, the time gap is quite significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it also comes down to genetic and to our uh, heart rate uh, because i never exceed let's say a uh, 154 heart rate in my runs so yours is probably higher
1: yeah i think based on what i've seen um threshold for me is about like 170 175 and then like the average run is like about 155 so yeah it's it's quite a range for sure
0: yeah because 155 is almost my max heart rate during uh, let's say a marathon Mm. so yeah it gets a little bit different as we get older but then again i have a friend uh he ran four years ago at the age of 59 a 2.48 marathon and now he can still run a sub 35 minutes 10k at 63 so he would be quite a competition to you huh
1: yeah he's that sounds like an absolute legend to me
0: (laughs) but he's just an average recreational runners a runner as the two of us So Mm -hmm. yeah, he has uh, uh, no uh, athletics background. So maybe it's in his genetics. So what I would say is that as we get older, we need to train more. We need to recruit more fast twitch fiber muscles, which help us on our runs. But then again, we need more rest uh so there is a fine line that we need to find between running rest uh, let's say plyometrics maybe some strength work to be as fast as you can be at your age uh just running what do you think about this yeah
1: no i definitely agree again it's something that i don't uh totally have the perspective on because you know you're a little bit older than i am and if you see that training a lot more taking a lot more rest and working out very particular runs and like maybe cross training is the way to keep up with maybe a younger athlete um who's also recreational and tries to race in similar races like that that makes sense to me again like It it definitely does in the sense that, like, I don't really have too many rest days. I'm able to do, like, tempo runs almost every single day, and maybe that's a recovery thing. Maybe it's just the muscle development is still good. The VO2 max is still there. My heart rate is still high enough. So, yeah, it it definitely makes sense. And, yeah, I I don't think we have any disagreements there at all.
0: No, I hope uh, we could maybe race some day in the future to to actually compare ourselves in a in-person race somewhere (laughs) that would be also fun
1: yeah yeah it would be and now that the world is opening back up i guess it's we're inching closer and closer to having that possible
0: yeah so uh from my perspective as an older runner uh i can still get a little bit faster let's say than last year but not by much because uh, I can feel that I need to work harder if I want to run faster. And then again, if I want to work harder, I need more rest. So it's like I said before, a fine line between rest and training. So uh, thanks, Philip, for joining me today to discuss this topic.
1: Yep, thank you for having me on. This is always a pleasure. Um, You know that I, uh, you and I keep in touch all the time. So, yeah, Um, this was fun.
0: I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. If so, I would appreciate you subscribe to the Happy Runner podcast and recommend it to other runners you know. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and on our web page. Happy running!